Morning Prayer, October 2nd. The hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. O be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be assured that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures from generation to generation. The Psalms appointed for this morning begin with Psalm 9. I will give thanks unto you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will speak of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. Indeed, my songs will I sing of your name, O Most High. When my enemies are driven back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sit on your throne judging right. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the ungodly. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. As for the enemy, their destruction has come. They are in perpetual ruin. Like the cities which you have destroyed, their memory has perished with them. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has prepared his seat for judgment. For he shall judge the world in righteousness and minister true judgment to the peoples. The Lord will be a defense for the oppressed, even a refuge in the time of trouble. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have never failed those who seek you. O praise the Lord who dwells in Zion. Tell the peoples what things he has done. For when he takes vengeance for blood, he remembers them and forgets not the cry of the poor. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider the trouble I suffer from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may tell of your praises within the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk down in the pit that they have made, in the same net which they hid secretly as their foot caught. The Lord is known to execute judgment. The ungodly are trapped in the works of their own hands. The wicked shall return to the grave, even all the peoples that forget God. For the poor shall not always be forgotten. The patient hope of the meek shall not perish forever. Rise up, O Lord, and let them not have the upper hand. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put fear in them, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be merely human. Psalm 10 
Why do you stand so far off, O Lord, and hide your face in the time of need and trouble? The ungodly in his pride persecutes the poor. Let him be taken in the crafty schemes that he has imagined. For the ungodly has boasted of his own heart's desire. The covetous holds the Lord in contempt and blasphemes his name. The ungodly is so proud that he cares not for God. Neither is God in any of his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Your judgments are far above, out of his sight, and therefore he defies all his enemies. For he has said in his heart, I shall never be cast down. No harm shall happen to me. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and fraud. Under his tongue are ungodliness and vanity. He sits lurking in the thievish corners of the streets, and in his hiding places he murders the innocent. His eyes are set against the poor. For he lies waiting secretly, even as a lion lurks in his den, that he may ravish the poor. He ravishes the poor when he gets him into his net. The innocent is crushed and humbled before him, and the weak cannot stand against his might. He has said in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides away his face, and he will never see it. Arise, O Lord God, and lift up your hand. Forget not the poor. Why should the wicked blaspheme God? While he says in his heart, You, O God, do not care. Surely you have seen it, for you behold ungodliness and wrong, that you may take the matter into your hand. The poor commits himself to you, for you are the helper of the fatherless. Break the power of the ungodly and malicious. Search out his ungodliness until you have brought it all to light. The Lord is king forever and ever, and nations have perished out of the land. O Lord, you have heard the desire of the poor. You prepare their heart, and your ear hearkens to it, to help the fatherless and poor with justice, that the one who is of the earth may terrify no more. Psalm 11 In the Lord I put my trust. How then can you say to my soul, Flee as a bird unto the hill? For behold, the ungodly bid in their bow, and make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may secretly shoot at those who are true of heart. For the foundations will be cast down, and what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes consider the poor, and his eyelids try the children of men. The Lord tests the righteous, but the ungodly and those who delight in wickedness his soul abhors. Upon the ungodly he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, storm and tempest. This shall be their portion to drink. For the righteous Lord loves righteousness, the upright shall behold his face. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson begins in the 16th chapter of the book of First Kings. And the word of the Lord came to Jehu the son of Hanani against Baasha, saying, Since I exalted you out of the dust and made you leader over my people Israel, and you walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people Israel to sin, provoking me to anger with their sins, behold, I will utterly sweep away Baasha and his house, and I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebat. Anyone belonging to Baasha who dies in the city, the dog shall eat, and anyone who dies in the field, the birds of the heavens shall eat. Now the rest of the acts of Baasha and what he did, and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Baasha slept with his fathers, and was buried in Tirzah, and Elha his son reigned in his place. Moreover the word of the Lord came by the prophet Jehu the son of Hanani against Baasha and his house, both because of all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger with the work of his hands, in being like the house of Jeroboam, and also because he destroyed it. 
In the 26th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ella, son of Baasha, began to reign over Israel in Tirzah, and he reigned two years. But his servant Zimri, commander of half his chariots, conspired against him. When he was at Tirzah, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arzah, who was over the household of Tirzah, Zimri came in and struck him down and killed him in the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his place. When he began to reign, as soon as he had seated himself on the throne, he struck down all the house of Baasha. He did not leave him a single male of his relatives or his friends. Thus Zimri destroyed all the house of Baasha, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke to ba against Baasha by Jehu the prophet, for all the sins of Baasha and the sins of Ella his son, which they sinned and which they made Israel to sin, provoking the Lord God to anger with their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Ella and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? In the twenty-seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, Zimri reigned seven days in Tirzah. Now the troops were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. And the troops who were encamped heard it said, Zimri has conspired and he has killed the king. Therefore all Israel made Omri the commander of the army king over Israel that day in the camp. So Omri went up from Gibbethon, and all Israel with him, and they besieged Tirzah. And when Zimri saw that the city was taken, he went into the citadel of the king's house, and burned the king's house over him with fire, and died, because of all his sins that he committed, doing evil in the sight of the Lord, walking in the way of Jeroboam, and for, and for the sin which he committed, making Israel to sin. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and the conspiracy that he made, are they not written in the book of the Chronicle of the Kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were divided into two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, son of Ginnath, to make him king, and half followed Omri. But the people who followed Omri overcame the people who followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath. So Tibni died, and Omri became king. In the thirty-first year of Asa, king of Judah, Omri began to reign over Israel, and he reigned for twelve years. Six years he reigned in Tirzah. He bought the hill of Samaria from Shemer for two talents of silver, and he fortified the hill. He called the name of the city that he built Samaria after the name of Shemer, the owner of the hill. Omri did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and did more evil than all who were before him. For he walked in the way of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, and in the sins that he made Israel to sin, provoking the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger by their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Omri that he did, and he the might that he showed, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? And Omri slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria, and Ahab his son reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Asa king of Judah, Ahab the son of Omri began to reign over Israel. And Ahab the son of Omri reigned over Israel in Samaria twenty-two years. And Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. And as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, he took for his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. He erected an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria. And Ahab made an Asherah. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In his days, Hiel of Bethel built Jericho. He laid its foundation at the cost of Abraham, his firstborn, and set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son, Segum, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Seek the Lord while he wills to be found. Call upon him when he draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways, and the evil ones their thoughts. And let them turn to the Lord, and he will have compassion and to our God, for he will richly pardon. 
for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall down from the heavens, and return not again but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed, and prosper in that for which I send it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson begins in the first epistle of St. Peter. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him, and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours searched and inquired carefully, inquiring what person or time the Spirit of Christ in them was indicating when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the subsequent glories. It was revealed to them that they were serving not themselves but you, and the things that now have been announced to you through those who preach the good news to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Therefore, preparing your minds for actions and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as Father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God. For you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor forever and forevermore. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. 
He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Let us pray. O merciful Lord, grant to your faithful people pardon and peace, that by your grace we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.